A woman claiming to be a witness to a mass murder by soldiers in Mexico. The Blaze Radio's Chris Vermillion has the story. A witness says the Mexican army is guilty of executing 21 gang members who had surrendered after a deadly confrontation. The woman claims her daughter was wounded but alive and surrendering when a Mexican soldier turned her over and shot her again. The Mexican government claims all gang members died during the shootout. The woman says they're let in one by one and shot and killed inside of a warehouse after surrendering. In Charlottesville, Virginia, police issuing an arrest warrant for a man they believe was the last person to see a missing University of Virginia student alive. Jesse Matthew willingly talking to police earlier this weekend, admitting that he bought Hannah Graham drinks at a Charlottesville bar last Friday, the night the student vanished. Investigators examining Matthew's car and apartment waiting for results of forensics test. Officers following Matthews after he left the police station reported he sped away recklessly and they could not follow. So a warrant for his arrest has been issued for a traffic violation. I'm Greg Moore on the Blaze Radio Network. Truth lives here. Light chance of a shower. We could have a thunderstorm. It'll be sunny with a high of 95. Overnight, it'll be clear with a low 71. We'll have sunshine Monday to start the week with a high of 97. Tuesday, we'll have another sunny day with a high of 97. I'm Rod Tanner from the KFNX Weatherbug Weather Center. Currently in downtown Phoenix, it's 96 degrees. Next news in 30 minutes or when it breaks. Here on Independent Talk, 1100 KFNX. Alcoholmakers.com offers distilling equipment to make E85 ethanol, fuel that can power your car, generator, or anything else that runs on gasoline. Take ditch weeds, grass, or sugar water, and a little yeast, and in a few days, it will provide the mash you can distill into pure alcohol. Turn seawater into pure drinking water. Learn how you can legally and affordably secure your own energy independence by creating your own fuel alcohol through distillation. Call 480-226-2128 or visit alcoholmakers.com. Welcome to this week's The Prepper Pat Show, where your host, Tony Tangalus, will discuss self-reliance as a lifestyle choice and offer useful resources to help keep your family prepared for the challenges you could be facing. All right, welcome back, Preppers. We have one hour today to cover a lot of stuff. Uh, This month is, of course, September National Preparedness Month this month. And we're focusing on two of the biggest self-reliance groups in the Valley. Last week we had uh, Chris and Mark from the Northwest Phoenix Valley Survival Preparedness Group. They have probably the longest name in the Valley for prepper groups. And this week we have Michelle and Dave Waller, who have the Mesa RU Prepared Group. And it's the letter R and the letter U. So if you want to look up this group, you go to uh, meetup.com and type in Mesa dash r dash u dash prepared and you should be able to pop pop it up so uh michelle and and dave welcome to the prepper patch well thank you uh tony we appreciate being here well you know i i've this has really been a big month for us here of course we're coming up next month's going to be our big expo that that uh, you guys have been at uh at last two expos and um I, i did some public speaking yesterday at the north scottsdale christian church thanks to mark and kim who got us in over there and we had about 65 people there, and I'll tell you, I, I, I was preaching to the, to the choir there. I asked how many of you are preppers, and most of the hands went up in the room. And there, I'll tell you what, what was neat about it is there was a palatable sense of community in that room yesterday when I was speaking. 
and and everybody was was it, you know I, I don't want to relate it to other movements, uh, but it, it, we had a sense of you know coming out of the pantry, getting our preps out of the pantry, coming out of the closet, shall we say, and and we were in a non-judgmental environment where everybody kind of got the the whole preparedness lifestyle, and we've all woken up and popped out of the matrix, and I've sensed that exact same. Uh, mindset when I go to your meetings and when I go to the Northwest Valley meetings, it's a sense of community that you guys are building. And that's what's so pivotal and critical and important. Any prepper that's listening to this radio show out there, if you're not in a community right now, if you're not in a, with a group of people that are of like mind that you can bounce things off of and share them with others, get in a prepper group. And, and the one that we have today, the Mesa Are You Prepared, these guys, Dave and Michelle, are really altruistic leaders. They've been running this group for a couple of years now. It is by far the biggest group on the East Valley. And if you live anywhere east of Central Avenue, you know, uh, either go to the West Valley group or by and large, you should be coming to the East Valley group here, the May Saturday Prepare group, and really get a chance to see what this community is all about. I just want to, I want to thank you guys for what you do. You spend a lot of time tirelessly preparing your curriculum. Uh, you just give dozens and dozens and dozens of hours, and you don't make a penny on this thing. I mean, you're probably taking money out of your pocket to keep the meetup group page going. And I just want to sing your praises because I know you guys do a lot of tireless work, and uh, it's really making a difference in people's lives. Well, we appreciate that, Tony. We've um, come to the conclusion in our lives personally that being prepared is something that uh, everyone should do. And we wanted to make it as easy and palatable for people to get information and to learn the essentials uh, for survival. And we know it has to be a community. We cannot all do it ourselves. I grew up in the 50s and, and lived with my grandparents, and they were very community-minded. Uh, we knew our neighbors. Uh, my grandparents knew how to uh, do the essential things. My grandmother canned and stored food and uh, many other things as far as holistic things. And it was very important to her uh, because she knew that uh, this was the, the lifestyle that she had left or had lived in her youth, and it's a lost art, and we're trying to bring it back. A hundred years ago, people had these skills. Today, I would say less than 1% have those skills. You're, you're, you're right on. So, you know, one of the things I really noticed yesterday, I was speaking at the church, when I talked to people one-on-one, Everybody had their personal story of why and how they, they got into prepping. And in many cases, it was similar to what you just said. They grew up with their, their parents and grandparents doing canning and root cellars and, and, and raising livestock and chickens and whatever, growing, growing a little uh, victory garden. So I, wanna I want you to share with our listeners, before we get into the details of your group and all the wonderful things you do, what brought each of you into the prepping movement? Because that's the big hook. Right now we have a problem where 95% of the public thinks preppers are paranoid extremist morons. They see shows like Doomsday Preppers and they go, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that weirdo. You know, and, and then the government's posturing anybody that saves more than three days food as a hoarder. And there's even executive orders that, that could be launched that would actually go door to door and take people's food from them if they have more than three or four days supply, which is really opposite what FEMA actually says on their website that you should be prepared. But I'm kind of rambling here. Get, let, share with our listeners what got you guys into prepping, because everybody's got their story, and the more we can get these stories out there, the more we can hopefully inspire people to get out of the normalcy bias and get into the prepping. Well, the thing that got us started um, personally for myself, uh, Y2K was an eye-opener for me. 
And then uh, 9-11 was the uh, catalyst after that for me to at least be kind of paying attention to it. But I have to admit, my wife was the main motivation. She started the Be Prepared group and uh, explained what she was doing, and I saw the wisdom in it. So I'll surf it over to her. Well, I think okay. that one of the things I have to admit, Tony, is that um, Dave got thinking about it, and together we're a couple of people, as you've gotten to know us, that believe that in order to uh, get something done, you actually have to do something about it. You can't sit back and wait for someone else to do it. Uh, Dave and I, due to time and circumstance, happen to be scheduled to be in the Houston area right after Katrina and Rita. And some may know from hearing stories and talking to people that that area was devastated and that area was absorbing a lot of the refugees and people from Louisiana into Houston. So it really opened our eyes as to what an area looks like. It, it, it looks like a war zone, and it really made me think twice about what I would do in a circumstance like that because at that time I did not have the supplies and the things that I needed. I did not have the knowledge base that I needed. And as we started to educate ourselves, and you do have to do a little bit of reading and educate yourself, we found that it was critically important to be involved in a group, as you had emphasized. And so how did we get to know more people that were in that mentality? We actually started the meetup to meet more people to start that. I'm sure you and many of the listeners can convey that getting friends and family first is difficult. So those come along sometimes, and honestly, sometimes they don't. So you have to reach out into the community. So we uh, are coming up on our two-year anniversary this November, and we started the group and have met many great people. Yeah, you just have a fantastic group. I've only been, I think, to two meetings, maybe even only one. I definitely want to get out there uh, and attend more of your meetings. I need to, I need to be learning a lot more about prepping uh, than I do. But uh, so it sounds like a lot of what woke you guys up was was Black Swan events, um, 9-11 and the hurricanes and the, and the aftermath of the hurricanes, and and that's actually from the census I've taken of people. You know, the, the questions when I ask them, that's often it's either. It's either they had some childhood experiences with their family and, the, and their grandparents that were that got them into this, or it was a black swan event, swan event that woke them up. Uh, my dad, for me, it was both. My dad got me into prepping, and then 9/11 is what really just my BS meter just went off the charts when I saw Building Seven collapse all by itself, and and some of the other things that happened. And uh, that that was for me. And I'll tell you, we've had a, probably a good 25 percent of our listeners. 9/11 was it. But you know, the scary thing now is if that didn't wake people up, and they're still not awake. It could be the next black swan event that wakes them up, and it could be that the next black swan event is the one that takes them out of commission in terms of, you know, uh, limiting their access to food and, and water purification, all the things that they should have to prepare for that black swan event. So that's why we're working so tirelessly here with our radio show and our expo, and, and you guys work so tirelessly with your Mesa Are You Prepared group to help educate people. And it's just fantastic what you do. We're coming up on our first break here. When we come back, we're going to start talking some more about the various things that you train people with, uh, some of the reasons why to prep, and, uh, you know, you guys are really working hard on the ham radio thing. I want to thank you for, for all you do with that. It's, uh, it's so easy to get a ham, and, and you guys really, really are pushing the envelope on that with getting 
testing a ham and, and uh, getting people licensed and getting them to use it. In fact, I'll be honest for our listeners, you know, I got my license about almost two years ago, and I have hardly ever used my ham. And then when Dave and Michelle started really doing these Sunday evening tests and bouncing off the South Mountain repeaters, I started to actually get to where I was actually using it, actually having conversations with people, which it's nice to have your license, but just like with any prep thing, you don't want to just have it, you got to be using it. Well, we're coming up on our first break here, Dave and Michelle, and, and when we come back, we're going to talk about all the different things that you do with your group and uh, some of the exciting things you're going to have. Of course, you're going to be at the Expo, Prepper Fest Expo, which is October 25th and 26th at West World of Scottsdale. That's our new home, and then we're going to have our next Expo in April of 2015, and uh, we are really looking forward to you guys being there with your meetup group. And I know you're also going to have some Shots Ranch uh, 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 booth there to promote Shots Ranch and all the good stuff they do up there, too. Well, we're out of time. We're going to come back, and we'll be talking with Dave and Michelle Waller from the Mesa Are You Prepared group about how you can get into prepping and, and get into this group. Listening to the Prepper Patch on Independent Talk 1100 KFNX. Please stay with us as we will continue to explore some of the specific steps you can take to improve your family's self-reliance and embrace the preparedness lifestyle. Independent Talk 1100 KFNX. Prepper Fest is coming Saturday, October 25th and Sunday, October 26th at West World of Scottsdale and will feature over 60 self-reliance training classes. Get tips about long-term food storage. Discover how to thrive while living off the grid. Experts will share their secrets of safe and simple water purification, herbal remedies, aquaponics, organic food solutions, portable solar power, wilderness survival, and more. Visit PrepperFestExpo.com and come on out on Saturday, October 25th and Sunday, October 26th to the Prepper Fest Expo at Westworld of Scottsdale. Kids will enjoy the small animals in our petting zoo. Discover how permaculture and ham radio will enhance your self-reliance. Learn how to do it yourself. Prepare for the unexpected or just save money. Plan to attend Prepper Fest Expo Saturday and Sunday, October 25th and 26th. Visit us at Facebook forward slash Prepper Fest Expo or follow us on Twitter at Prepper Fest. Prepping, it's not for doomsday, it's for every day. For information and tickets, visit PrepperFestExpo.com. Increase your family's comfort, boost your home resale, and improve your loved one's fire safety with solid concrete construction from ICF Specialist. For home or business, insulated concrete form construction will also lower utility bills and reduce indoor pollutants. Get educated about insulated concrete form construction at ICFSpecialist.com. Visit us at PrepperFest Expo October 25th and 26th at Westworld of Scottsdale. For more information, go to PrepperFestExpo.com. A good knife is a critical tool for your survival. At LeesCutlery.com, we specialize in new and pre-owned custom production vintage and military knives. Buying and selling and trading knives since 1998, Lee is only happy when you are. That's why LeesCutlery.com offers free domestic shipping and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Visit us at PrepperFest Expo October 25th and 26th at Westworld of Scottsdale. For more information, go to PrepperFestExpo.com. 
Do you have what your family needs in case of a medical emergency? MedPax USA offers 18 different medical kits or packs and over 100 individual items to meet your medical emergency needs. Whether you need a boo-boo kit for life's normal accidents or for a life-threatening situation with only minutes to live, MedPax USA has what you can't live without. Call MedPax USA at 855-855-5060. That's 855-855-5060. Or go to MedPaxUSA.com. The tragedy of Hurricane Katrina and the FEMA debacle that followed confirms that your family must be self-reliant. Premier Tactical is your all-inclusive source for preparedness supplies, firearms, emergency medical kits, portable solar, and long-term storage food. In today's unstable world, you must be prepared for emergencies and natural disasters. Get equipped today at PremierTactical.com. For personal attention, call 602-828-5554. That's 602-828-5554. Log on and listen live. 1100kfnx.com. Welcome back to the Prepper Patch on Independent Talk 1100kfnx with your host, Tony Tangalos. Today, Tony is discussing some of the specific steps that you can take to become increasingly self-reliant and embrace the preparedness lifestyle. Okay, Preppers, we're back with Dave and Michelle Waller, the altruistic leaders of the Mesa Are You Prepared Preparedness Group, which is the largest group in the East Valley. Of course, this is National Preparedness Month. And before we dive back into our uh, uh, talk here, share with our listeners when and where you meet. And, uh, and of course, your meetups, meetup.com forward slash Mesa, the letter R, the letter U, prepared. But let our listeners know if you have standing meetings and, and what, where about town you guys meet at. Tony, yes, we do have a standing meeting. Uh, we have a standing meeting at our community center in Mesa, and that is at 303 South Rucker Road, and all that address information and directions are on the meetup site. We meet on the third Friday of every month. There are some minor exceptions to that. When we do some special events, uh, we might have some speakers that might not be available on a Friday night, or we might have some events that we do over the weekend for trainings, we did a sample bug out, and we do some things that are, of course, off-site. We might want to do some live training on some particular sites, but we do have a pretty well-standing meeting on the third Friday of every month at the Community Center at 303 South Ricker Road. Fantastic, and, and just like the West Valley, you don't, of course, you accept donations, and a lot of your members are nice and they donate money, but you don't have any dues. It doesn't cost like a couple hundred bucks a year or any, any membership fees or dues to come and, and, and check out a meeting and join up, right? No, we do not. We have a voluntary small fee, and we use those. Um, we have a prize uh, giveaway at each meeting. Uh, this past meeting, we gave away a 30-day supply of uh, freeze-dried food, and uh, we have a very generous gentleman who has donated five of those. So at each of the next five meetings, we'll be giving away a 30-day supply of freeze-dried food. And we use those donations to have, you know, a few beverages and a few extras at the meetings to make it beneficial to actually attend the meeting. Well, that's fantastic. That's fantastic what you guys do. I just want to keep thanking you and, and uh, keep up the good work. We've had so many prepper groups that have, Gone by the wayside here. There was a big one in Phoenix that was going on for years. I won't mention the names of who ran it, but it just, uh, they had some personal issues and that group blew up. There were some people that tried to get a group going right after, 
Lance Baker's first show in May of 2012, the Zona Preppers, and that group kind of fizzled out. And then uh, there's there's been quite a few groups that have tried to get off the ground, and and unfortunately, the, it, you know, without you need three things to keep a group going, and you guys have it. You need people that are willing to put in their time, and and they need to be altruistic. If the people are self interested and self absorbed and are only thinking about themselves, it's going to come across. The members are going to show up and read 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 between the lines and not be inspired and not stick around. And you need to have pe- leaders that are determined and and can speak eloquently and. And you guys have all the skill sets you, ha- you need in your toolbox to keep your meetings going. And and unfortunately, right now it appears you know we have basically your two your two groups are the big two groups that are really here. Of course, we're trying to incubate more groups in the valley. Um, and there's some smaller groups that kind of have sputters here and there. But uh, so let's 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 jump into some of the meat of the program now. Uh, share with our listeners why you guys prepare what and what you prepare for. Well. Uh, First thing, I'll acknowledge the fact that it does take a lot of pre-preparation. This isn't a, <laughs> a, a side thought to us. This is very important. And so uh, having the, the content of what we're telling the people needs to be righteous information. We do a lot of research. We listen to a lot of people who have had great success. We've strategically aligned ourselves with some of the businesses in the local area and have learned uh, very many things from them. So we're trying to render the best information possible and uh, absolutely takes quite a bit of time. Okay. And, and um, you, you're, are you preparing for just one specific thing like the dollar collapse or, or, or uh, an EMP or are you doing more of a broader approach to the whole preparedness? Yes. Uh, that, that is one of, I guess people say is a hallmark that I keep on chattering to people that, um, I had an experience when we first came into the valley to uh, seek out um, others like-minded people, and uh, we used the uh, meetup.com website to find uh, others that were doing the preparation and prepper-type meeting. Uh, We attended a few, and I noticed that there was an extreme amount of time spent on discussing what was going to happen rather than the cure. was it going to be the Caldera event? Was it going to be financial or meteorite or whatever? Uh, so the situations presented themselves that I felt as I took the time to go there that I didn't really come out of it with a uh, uh, full basket. So what we decided to do was to basically put together a scenario that would be applicable for any disaster or unpleasant event. So we need food. We need water. We need a form of shelter, and we need a form of defense. And we found that those four key elements really took care of pretty much any problem that we can uh, be presented with. And the people found that it made a great deal of sense, and they were relieved that there wasn't this, um, there was almost bickering going on as to what would happen. We dispensed with that and just come up with the solutions. Well, that, that's great because, you know, nobody really has a crystal ball to know what's going to happen. But uh, our ancestors from the beginning of time up until the Industrial Revolution in general and the end of World War II in particular, they were all preppers. They had their own crops and livestock. They did their own thing. And then people migrated off of farms and into cities and got A&P and McDonald's and all the fast foods came out, and they stopped prepping. And so, you know, we're working with you and, and the West Valley Group and the others uh, to get people starting to prepare and uh, that's what, you know, this radio show and the expo is all about. 
So let's jump into the whole ham radio thing. We're going to probably talk about this through the break and into the next section. One of the things I really admire about what you guys do is you are really pushing ham radio hard. And, you know, people are so obsessed with their cell phones now. Everybody, ooh, the iPhone 6, people are waiting in line overnight to go get their iPhone 6. And they're calling them phablets now, which is a combination of a phone and a tablet because the doggone things are getting so big, you know, you need two hands to hold them now. It's not, it's not a, a tiny little phone anymore. The displays are, 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 are almost crossing into a, a tablet size. Uh, and people are just, they're intoxicated with this technology, Dave. I mean, you see kids walking around, you know, there's, there's a, that picture of that girl in the mall, and she's texting on her phone, and she face plants right into a, to a, to a water fountain, you know, just oblivious to what's going on around them. And what's going to happen to these people if, if uh, you know, like what happened in Katrina and Sandy or, or any event when the cell phone towers go down and people can't communicate, they're going to freaking panic. And how and and so share with our listeners a lot of what you do with the ham and how easy it is. I mean, there's so much you do that's really exciting. Well, it's absolutely true that we rely on uh, some pretty sophisticated communicating methods. Um, we've also seen how they can uh, create problems. We saw during 911 where the uh, communication systems between fire departments and police didn't work. We saw in Boston when they shut off the phone system so that they would, uh, you know, not allow uh, any kind of uh, terrorist communications to go on. Uh, we know during hurricanes the cell towers will go down, so that eliminates that. Uh, the one uh, almost surefire way that we can communicate, and it's been used for more than 100 years, has been amateur radio, ham radio. During disasters, we even today, uh, when there's severe hurricanes and things, the only information coming out of those areas is generally by ham radio. Uh, even during the Vietnam War, the Mars network was used to allow the soldiers to make phone calls back home. Uh, they did phone patches for them. So ham radio is a very uh, reliable way to communicate. Yeah, and, and share with our listeners, I mean, I know a couple months ago you were doing those Sunday evening uh where you guys would all pick a frequency and say, hey, check in and, and see if we can all communicate with each other. I tried. I'm, I live up here in Cave Creek in the 101, which is probably a good 30 miles as the crow flies from the, the East Valley out there, a good 25 miles. And I wasn't able to reach out there even when I was outside. But uh, share with our listeners some of the stuff, the specific steps you have. And we're, gonna, we're coming up on our next break, and then we'll come back and pick this up again after the break. Well, we had uh, the first component of us trying to give people a more reliable communications. We uh, utilized the, uh, the small handheld Baofeng radios, which are very cost-effective, and there's many other brands, of course. Uh, and we put the uh, situation together for encouraging them to get these radios. At least we could provide a small network of close proximity people to be able to communicate. But in the greater scheme of things, uh, the amateur radio uh, way is really the best, utilizing repeaters. And so we've encouraged people to study. We also provide the uh, information on our website, the full study uh, tests and things, so that they can easily get that test. Uh, so you're, doing a, you're doing a great job, Dave. Well, we're coming up on our mid-break. It's a hard break. We've got to run, and we'll be back with Dave and Michelle Waller from the Mesa Are You Prepared group. You're listening to the Prepper Patch. 
You're listening to The Prepper Patch on Independent Talk 1100 KFNX. Please stay with us as we will continue to explore some of the specific steps you can take to improve your family's self-reliance and embrace the preparedness lifestyle. This is the Blaze Radio News. I'm Dave Perkins. Listen, I believe they're a threat. I agree with President Obama's goal that they must be defeated. I'm just not seeing the strategy that's actually going to work. Wisconsin Republican Senator Ron Johnson saying what he's seen so far from the president is not enough. We had 160,000 American troops. That's what it took for us to defeat six to 8,000 members of al-Qaeda in Iraq. Now we've got 31,000 uh, of members of the Islamic State. Johnson appearing on Meet the Press on NBC saying he did vote to give weapons to the Free Syrian Army. Certainly open to doing what it takes to achieve the goal that President Obama has stated. We have to defeat ISIS because they've made their intentions very clear. We know what their aims are. They need to be defeated. U.S. Ambassador to the U.N. Susan Power today saying America has an ally base of over 40 countries refusing to name a single one of them when repeatedly asked. With more reaction on the president's plan for ISIS, here's the Blaze Radio's Tom Peace. New York Republican and member of the House Select Intelligence Committee, Congressman Peter King, says the president may be relying too much on the coalition in the fight against ISIS. To me, attacking ISIS, attacking ISIS in Syria is in our national interest. Now, if we can get allies, if we can get a coalition together, that's fine, and we should work on it. But we can't be beholden to a coalition because we're not doing this out of humanitarian purposes. And quite frankly, we're not doing it for the people of Syria or Iraq. Ultimately, we're doing it because it's in our national interest to do so. A woman coming forward claiming to be a witness to mass murder by Mexican soldiers killing gang members who had surrendered. The Blaze Radio's Chris Vermillion has the story. The woman claims her daughter was wounded but alive and surrendering when a Mexican soldier turned her over and shot her again. The Mexican government claims all gang members died during the shootout. The woman says they're let in one by one and shot and killed inside of a warehouse after surrendering. I'm Dave Perkins. This is news on the Blaze Radio Network. Truth lives here. From the KFNX Weatherbug Weather Center for this afternoon, as we wrap up the weekend, there's a slight chance of a shower. We could have a thunderstorm. It'll be sunny with a high of 95. Overnight, it'll be clear with a low 71. We'll have sunshine Monday to start the week with a high of 97. Tuesday, we'll have another sunny day with a high of 97. I'm Rod Tanner from the KFNX Weatherbug Weather Center. Currently in downtown Phoenix, it's 96 degrees. Independent Talk, 1100. KFNX. Attention all shooters. Shots Ranch, Arizona's premier shooting facility, is now offering Rifle Mountain full-range memberships. Just east of Kingman off the I-40, Shots Ranch offers 35 ranges for pistol, shotgun, and precision rifle. Shoot over 2,200 meters from our Sniper Hill. 1,300 privately owned acres at over 5,000 feet offers stunning views and mild weather. And at day's end, tell your shooting stories at our Shooter's Rest Lodge. Training is available and we offer overnight RV parking. Call 602-539-4929 or visit www. For your outdoor and preparedness needs, visit tactical-survival-llc.com. Whether your interest is hiking, hunting, camping, or self-reliance, we have the products to fit your needs. Water purification, freeze-dried foods, non-GMO seeds, survival bags, archery, edged weapons, camping gear, first aid, and a variety of survival gear. We welcome custom orders. Contact tactical-survival-llc.com today. 602-575-7916. That's 602 602- 575-7916. 
American Ready Gear provides serious outdoorsmen the tools to survive. They offer waterproof fire starter chips that provide more than six minutes of steady and reliable flame, even in the wettest of conditions. Or use the fire starters for fuel in their solid steel handheld backpacking camp stove to boil water or heat individual meals. American Ready Gear products are proudly made in the USA. You can find them at AmericanReadyGear.com and on Amazon. American Ready Gear. Are you ready? Don't touch that dial. Independent Talk, 1100 KFNX. Welcome back to the Prepper Patch on Independent Talk, 1100 KFNX with your host, Tony Tangalos. Today, Tony is discussing some of the specific steps that you can take to become increasingly self-reliant and embrace the preparedness lifestyle. Okay, Preppers, we're back here with the Prepper Patch. We have David Michelle Wallace from the Mace Prepared Group on National prepared this month, September. Before we get back into the show, I have a, a commercial I want to talk about. Hybrid Light offers solar-powered flashlights with lithium battery backup to brighten your dark night. Our lights charge off of any light source, indoor or out, and once fully charged, they will hold a charge for three years, giving you eight hours of usable light between charges. Hybrid Lights are extremely durable, waterproof, and float. Come see this amazing flashlight for yourself. They make a great prepper gift and are the last flashlight you will ever need. Visit us at hybridlight.com and in person at PrepperFest Expo at Westworld of Scottsdale, October 25th and 26th. I actually picked up a few of these. They, they're solar-powered flashlights, and they have a battery backup on top. So they actually have two batteries, one that the solar cell charges and then a separate lithium battery. So if the solar dies down, you, you, you can use the lithium battery till the next time you get some light to charge your solar light. Neat stuff. They actually found out about us the Friday morning of the expo, uh, at our last expo, seeing us on TV, and they made a beeline down to the fairgrounds and, and jumped in and literally paid on the spot and brought their product out and set up their table that day at the expo. It was crazy how we met these guys. Joe Campese, he's a great guy. And uh, So let's jump back into the show. We were talking about ham radio. So share with our listeners all this, the wonderful things you do with your Mesa Are You Prepared group and how you train people and to have a, a vital communications tool in the event of a grid-down situation. Well, amateur radio, as I said, is uh, probably the most reliable form of communications. We can uh, utilize it for local communications, and there are many facets of it that give us worldwide capabilities. But specifically trying to empower our group members here, that has been one of the premier things that we've tried to get people to adapt in their uh, survival plan and preparation plan. Uh, we need them to have situational awareness, and that's not just looking over your shoulder. Uh, that means if you have a group of people, and we firmly train and teach community, getting the groups of people to be able to uh, put their plans together to work harmoniously with each other, and in order to do that, radio communications is vital. So we prepare uh, allow them to come up the ladder of uh, just normal communications into the ham world by posting the information on the website so that they have an easy track to get their ham tickets. We actually, at our meeting yesterday, which was our last one, uh, brought three new amateur radio operators aboard. And one I can mention the name of, and that was Jerry Rose, uh, the president of the Oath Keepers. He's really? <laughs> yes, and he has integrated that with the Oath Keepers communications plan, and uh, we are uh, tying in with all of the major groups in the Valley, trying to get them up to speed. 
And it is really, a, when you think of uh, some of these people were uh, not into any kind of radio before, and in a matter of weeks they were able to come to our meeting, take the test, and uh, I'll even give uh, Jerry caveats. He got 100% on the test. No, did he really? Wow, so he, he, he studied for that test. That's, that's great. I'm glad to know that now. I'll have to text him and find out what his call sign is. Um, so that's good. That's all good news. And uh, it's great what you guys do. I mean, you know, and the thing about ham is it's so easy to get now. Back in the old days, you had to learn the Morse code, which was really painful to learn. And that's, that requirement went away many, many years ago. I mean, the, the, the actual test questions that they ask you in the test are available for free on like an iPad or any laptop, you just go to these websites and you can rote memorize the questions. And I'm not suggesting people shouldn't actually learn how to use their radio, but let's be honest, most of the test questions do not teach you the things that you would use in a day-in, day-out scenario. So what we recommend for people is to go take a class like the kind Bob Burleson offers at the Ham Shack down at the Arizona Science Center, and it's a, a class I think they charge $25 for the class. It's like some stupidly cheap amount of money. And they give you all these resources and information. And they actually teach you how to use your radio. And then you obviously have to pass the test so you can study the questions on these websites and, and uh, memorize the answers, learn some of the stuff, and then pass the test. All of this stuff, by the way, we're going to have at Prepper Fest Expo. We have the Ham Radio Pavilion, which is managed by the Amateur Relay Council of Arizona, which is called ARCA. Mark Kiesauer has has been leading our Ham Radio Pavilion at the last two expos, and he's going to be... Uh, championing that at our next expo, where we're going to have live demonstrations of ham radio, handouts for all the people on where to take the classes, where to take the tests, uh, how to get started. It's really easy. And David and Michelle, these these Baofeng radios, which are Baofeng radios, which are really popular, they're below hundred dollars now, aren't they? They are fully accessorized. They're uh, under hundred dollars. Uh, they've got. Uh, Extremely good capabilities. I put them up against some uh, three and five hundred dollar radios, and I get signal checks. People don't notice the difference. Uh, one thing I want to do is also thank you the the uh, Prepper Patch Radio Show, and uh, one of the things that has become a valuable asset to us is your archives, because I've been able to get people enthusiastic and and well informed without me having to spend a lot of time by referring back to shows that dealt with amateur radio and uh, uh, bug-out bags and things of that nature. So you've provided a, an extremely valuable component to us that really dispenses the kind of information that we do at our meetings. And uh, for you to put it on the radio for us is, is a great, great asset for us. Well, thanks, thanks for the, the, the kudo there. I also want to point out to our listeners that your group and the West Valley group have been on our website now for the last two weeks, and they're going to remain there as a permanent fixture of our website. So if people listening to the show and they may not have wrote it down or what was that name or they, they think all you have to do is go to uh, PrepperFestExpo or PrepperFestAZ.com and you go to the About Us tab and then you click Join a Prepper Group and there is the Mesa Are You Prepared and the West Valley Group. There's pictures of the logos there. they got the names, the email addresses, their, their meetup pages and a little background information on, on what, what they are and what they do. So all this information is on our website. Uh, we're, we're expanding our, our website. After the expo, we're going to really make a whole new website that's all about preparedness. And then the, web, the expo is going to be a very small portion of that. We're going to really get a lot of good information on there, defining normalcy bias and black swan theory and life assurance plan 
and some of the favorite quotes and the and, and a lot of good prepper information. But for right now, as of last week, we have both prepper groups under the About Us tab of Prepper Fest Expo. You go to join a prepper group and all the information you need to, to get a hold of these groups and, and uh, communicate with them, find out when they meet. Again, it's free. There's no cost. You know, this isn't like uh, it, it's, it's real easy. I mean, you just show up at these meetings. You'll be amazed at how much uh, knowledge is in these groups. Uh, of course, Dave and Michelle have a ton of knowledge, but they're not the only people with knowledge. There's a lot of people in these groups. I was blown away when I went to their group uh, and how, how many people they have in that group that are seriously into this stuff. But you don't have to be seriously into it. The purpose of this group is to bring in even new people and to get them all up to speed. So, so please, uh, you know, check them out if you're in the East Valley and go attend one of their meetings. I think you'll like it. So share with our listeners some of the other things you do with Ham. I know you do those Sunday evening tests. Um, Dave, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just open this subject up. I mean, I, I haven't used my ham radio much, and I saw an email come through where you had recommended bouncing stuff off of South Mountain. Um, I'm going to look up here in my uh, phone here. I think it was 442.330 or something like that. It was a frequency that you recommended we use. And uh, I tried calling you from inside my home, and it wouldn't work. It was 442.800. And then when I went outside my house and I stood on top of my uh, RV, got up about 15 feet in the air, <laughs> then my radio worked. So uh, I guess that's reason for me to get off my duff and, and install my uh, outdoor antenna in my home that I bought two years ago at Ham Radio Outlet that's been sitting in storage. Uh, so one of these days I'm going to have to get, get out there and put that sucker up so I can actually be in my home in uh, air-conditioned, dry comfort and able to communicate with that antenna to reach South Mountain and talk to you guys over there. Absolutely. While we also in, engage in making sure that people have a, uh, a good, strong signal and how to achieve that, uh, we, I was putting you to the test. I knew you had your uh, amateur radio license uh, for years, and I have never, never heard you on the air, so I wanted to make sure I encouraged you to do that and set the example for the, the rest of your people and uh, as well as encouraging our people on our end. So uh, we need that kind of communications. You're an essential conduit to data and information. Well, I, I appreciate all you do. And, we're, boy, we're coming up on our next break here. We're going to have our last segment. We're going to talk a little bit about Shots Ranch and, and what your logo is that you have. We have your logo on our, on our website. Um, under the About Us tab under Join a Prepper Groups there. And uh, we're coming up on our last break, and then we're going to also talk about, uh, uh, you know, how you develop communities and to understand in a large-scale uh, skills at the fan scenario how important a group is as being necessary. Well, you guys are doing great work. I can't wait. You know, it's going to be just a few short weeks. We're going to all be hanging out at the Expo and uh, having a lot of fun there, get to see some of the Shots Ranch people probably come down, and we'll talk a little bit about that when we come back. You're listening to The Prepper Patch. We have Dave and Michelle Waller from the Mesa Are You Prepared group. We'll come right back. We're going to talk about Shots Ranch and give you some more takeaways. Be right back. You're listening to The Prepper Patch on Independent Talk 1100 KFNX. Please stay with us as we will continue to explore some of the specific steps you can take to improve your family's self-reliance and embrace the preparedness lifestyle. Independent Talk 1100 KFNX.
We all know that Berkey Water Purification Systems are the most trusted name in water filtration. As an authorized Berkey dealer for over six years in serving thousands of satisfied customers, the Berkey Guy offers amazing specials for Berkey Water Filtration Systems. Order the Berkey Light System today. Call the Berkey Guy at 1-877-886-3653. That's 1-877-886-3653. Or order online at GoBerkey.com. That's GoBerkey.com today. Do you want to know the truth about buying gold? Research your precious metals investments today. Read How to Buy the Right Gold and the Dangers of Buying Gold at CMIGS.com. CMIGS was founded in 1973 by my father, Bill Haynes, a pioneer in the precious metals industry. CMI Gold and Silver offers 35 years of experience and insight to help you choose the right precious metals investment for you. We buy, sell, and trade. Research your gold and silver investment today at CMIGS.com. Looking to improve your Prucker radio capabilities? Get a powerful 5-watt VHF UHF handheld radio with a lithium-ion battery belt clip and antenna for just $69. Mention Ham Radio and get our amateur radio internet training course for just $22.50. Remember, when cell phone towers are down, Ham Radio still works. RF Gear to Go, your Arizona radio communication source. Call toll-free 1-866-448-4327. That's 1-866-448-4327. Helton Tool is Arizona's discount tool distributor. In addition to power tools, they sell tools for everyday life, such as Revereware, Chicago Cutlery, and Wise Emergency Foods. Great gifts for the holidays, they carry toys and many household items, including heaters, humidifiers, and roasters. Visit HeltonTool.com for all your everyday needs and holiday gifts. Find your next great deal at Helton Tool. That's HeltonTool.com. Visit us online at 1100kfnx.com. Welcome back to the Prepper Patch on Independent Talk 1100kfnx with your host, Tony Tangalos. Today, Tony is discussing some of the specific steps that you can take to become increasingly self-reliant and embrace the preparedness lifestyle. Okay, Preppers, we're back here with David Michelle Waller of the Mesa Are You Prepared group. And we're going to finish up. You guys, tell us a little bit of, you've got a really neat logo with uh, the circles. Tell us a little bit about the logo and what it all represents. It's on our website. When we started the group, Tony, we felt like we needed an identifying mark. And so, um, like most businesses do, we decided to develop a, a little bit of a logo. And basically what you see there is the typical contagion sign, and that seems to get people's attention. And the three pieces around it, are uh, food and water, shelter, and protection. And what we found as we did our research and our development of a preparedness plan, that you everything fits in those three categories. And without a balance of those three categories, you can run into an imbalanced plan. If you have food and water, but you don't have a way to protect it, then somebody might take it. If you have protection but you don't have somewhere to shelter yourself, um, you also might get into trouble. Those three things seem to be the balance, and we've talked to others who teach in the proper community, and they agree that that helps people develop a more balanced plan. Yeah, ab- absolutely. You know, it's funny. I used to exhibit a lot at the crossroads of the West Shows promoting Prepper Fest back in the early days, and 
it never ceased to amaze me how many people, you know, we had this, we were handing out discount coupons, we had all this prepper information. People just walk right by, and I try to hand them a discount coupon, I'm like, I don't need any of that. And I'm like, I'd yell at them as they're walking away, well, you can't eat bullets, dude, you know? And <laughs> these people are just, you know, they think a gun is all they need to be prepped, and it's just, it's just amazing how, I mean, you look at the traffic at the gun shows, and you look at our traffic, which is a fraction of it, and it's just, it's, it's hard to understand. Well, share with our listeners a little bit about uh, how you made your group in, in, in the community aspect of that. Well, we started also, um, unfortunately, I'm a, a, a little older than I want to be, and I live in a, in a over 55 community, and I decided to start within that community to uh, gather our people together and see the kind of... Uh, temperature, let's say, was in our park, how many people were into prepping, how many weren't. We uh, put a program together that people who were on CPAP machines and things, we wanted to make provisions that they, uh, we had generating equipment to be able to keep them alive if we had a power outage and things. Uh, we put a form together for the whole community to fill out to tell us their needs, and we tried to pull this uh, community together on a small microcosm scale that we figured we could scale up. Uh, to the larger community, and that worked out fairly well. A lot of them are transient people that come down from Canada in the uh, uh, winter time and things, but for the most part, uh, we've had a, a very good response, and I'm very surprised how many pistol-packing older generation people we have in our park. Well, that's really cool. Well, I know we want to talk a little bit about Shots Ranch, so share with our listeners as we go to the close here. Um, uh, your relationship with Shots Ranch and what they do and, and you know, their presence is ex at the Expo. Well, Tony, actually, we can credit you partly with introducing us to the uh, gentleman who owns Shots Ranch and our current affiliation with it. Um, Dave and I are both very involved at Shots Ranch. Basically, Shots is a firearms and survival training center uh, that also is the only firearms training center that offers available range membership. Um, there are a few other firearms training facilities, both here in Arizona and in the Las Vegas area, that are very famous for uh, their training. And we, we truly advocate. I spoke to someone t earlier today who said to me, I can't afford to train with my firearm. And I said to them, how much did you spend on your firearm? Now, we all know you could spend any where from a couple of hundred dollars to a couple of thousand dollars on a firearm, and many are willing to do that. And Arizona, of course, is people are willing to spend that on more than one firearm, but they're not willing to spend even a half of that on professional training. And I know you've had that personal experience, and I certainly have had a fantastic opportunity in the last year to get some personal experience time with a professional trainer and what a difference that has made to me, and how much I found out that I did not know. <clears throat> so if people want to take a look at the program, they can look at www.shotsranch.com. Pretty easy. And we will be displaying, our staff will be at the Fest Expo, so we'll be glad to meet people to talk about why it's critically important to get a little bit of professional training and get comfortable and safe with your firearms. Well, I'm going to I'm going to do a few plugs here. First of all, thank you for acknowledging me about introducing you to Shots, but the guy who really put all that together was Gerald Rhodes, 
who um, is really very good friends with the owner of Schatz Ranch, Jeff up there, and, and he, he brought me up there to check it out. And then, I mean, I, I'll, I have to tell our listeners, I've been up to this ranch probably a half dozen times over the last couple of years. It's like the Disneyland of shooting ranges. I mean, they have ranges that start at, uh, you know, 25 yards for pistols, and they go up to thousands, you know, over a 1,000 yards, uh, some of the, the ranges. And, and it's really a fantastic facility built up in the mountains in the, in the middle of nowhere, uh, surrounded in a pine forest uh, where you have total privacy and exclusivity, and you don't have uh, Big Brother breathing down your neck there or any neighbors anywhere around. It's really a, a wonderful, and it's great, especially in the summertime, because it's up there, you know, up in the northern Arizona, they're up in the 6,000-foot elevation in, in plus range where it's really nice and cool up there in the summertime to go, to go and enjoy that. So share, yeah, share yeah. with our listeners some, some of the other things about shots you'd like to point out. Well, one of the things that we have is an exceptional uh, set of instructors. We carry many disciplines, and as you said, we do have uh, long range. We're probably blessed with uh, one asset, and that is the ability to shoot over 2,200 uh, yards. Uh, we are also going to be having competitions uh, up there, and we have a local uh, 50 BMG manufacturer going to be affiliated with us, and he's going to hold events. So anybody with those high-powered rifles want to come up and do their thing, this is the place to do it. But as my wife was saying, as far as memberships, there's a lot of um, – other facilities that don't allow uh, any kind of membership other than for training purposes. We are going to open up uh, the av availability for the people to come up and utilize shooting ranges uh, without having to go through a course. And we also have RV uh, capabilities, and one of our new uh, approaches is going to be a uh, shooting uh, philosophy for RVers. Uh, we can go to... RV places to do golfing and other activities, but we will be an RV site for them to do shooting activities. Yeah, I'm looking at the website. It's really, really well developed here. You've got firearms training, medical training, range membership, tactical communication, survival training, martial arts defense training. You guys have really hot-rotted this website. And backing up to what Michelle said when she talked to someone who said they couldn't afford, they couldn't afford training, really? I'd have to say you can't afford not to have training because heaven help you trying to defend yourself in a, in, a, in a firefighter, in a real tense situation, if you haven't learned all of the myriad of things that will happen to your mind and your body and your vision and your breathing and your, your grip and, 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 and core body movements uh, when you're faced with a life-or-death situation that obviously Navy SEALs and the Green Berets and the Rangers all train for these things, so they've overcome all those emotions and physical tunnel vision and breathing problems that occur. But my goodness, you can't afford not to have firearms training. It's, it's, it's ludicrous. I mean, it would be like giving someone a driver's license and they haven't learned how to drive a car. It's not going to end well for you people. Well, that's so, exactly uh, Yeah, One of the things that we find is probably the most important, important component to uh, any weapons uh, information is when are the appropriate times to even think about using a weapon uh, what are the legal ramifications of that? It's not all just uh, grabbing a gun and learning how to pull the trigger and trigger control. There's a lot of mind control here. That, uh, as a uh, having the privilege to carry firearms and being bestowed that with the Second Amendment of our Constitution, we need to know what is an appropriate time to use it and when isn't because the legal ramifications can 
destroy lives if uh, done inappropriately, but it also can save a life, as we've heard so many examples of uh, things occurring. Yeah, and, and having the discretion of, I mean, you got to make, you know, making split-second decisions that may impact whether you stay alive or whether you actually harm somebody who is not a threat to you by being too trigger-happy, those are really, really important distinctions to learn. And, and at Shots Ranch, our listeners can go there and check it out. So Shots Ranch will be at Prepper Fest Expo. Dave and Michelle, we're just about out of time. I want to thank you for being on the show, and we'll look forward to uh, seeing you at the Expo. Well, thank you, Tony. This has been a great opportunity for us, and uh, you've been an exceptionally good help, and I'll let my wife close. Okay. Well, thanks, Tony. We we always appreciate your radio show. We always appreciate the time, and we are sincerely looking forward to the Prepper Fest Expo and meeting all the listeners. Fantastic. Well, we'll have a lot of fun there. Of course, we have our Freedom Fest rally, and I don't know if I've told you about that yet. It's going to be Saturday evening. It's free. It's going to have Sheriff Mack and a lot of speakers. The Constitutional County Project is putting it on. And uh, we're going to be really broadcasting that with all our social media. And I want to mention next week's guest is going to be Greg Peterson with Urban Farms. Greg was one of the founders of the Valley Permaculture Alliance, and he's going to be talking about some new training initiatives. Well, we'll see you next week. You're listening to The Pepper Patch on CAFNX. listening to the prepper patch with tony tangalos join us next sunday at 2 p.m to discover more steps you can take to become more self-reliant and embrace the preparedness lifestyle this is independent talk 1100 kfnx podcasts of the prepper patch radio show are available 24 7 for free at preparednessradio.com Simply go to the show's tab and click on the Prepper Patch for recent podcasts of the Prepper Patch radio show. Go to the Apple iTunes store or podbean.com and search Prepper Patch radio. Like and share us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Prepper Patch radio. And follow us on Twitter at the Prepper Patch. And remember, prepping, it's not for doomsday, it's for every day. What will you do when your stored supplies run out? Are you prepared? Hostel Hair provides equipment and education you need to control your own infinite food supply. We have live food storage systems for rabbits, quail, and other urban livestock for any situation and strategy. Don't be limited by what's on the shelves. Get started with an 